Welcome to Fresh Off The Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Laura Murray. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Carrie, how are you today? I'm doing good. You know, I feel like we got through January. You know, we're almost to Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm feeling good. How are you doing? I love the Valentine's Day time of year because everything is pink and red, which is totally... Pink is your color. Pink is totally my color. There are hearts everywhere. I know some people have feelings about Valentine's Day, but the fact that pink is everywhere and we're encouraged to buy chocolate, I'm here (laughs) for it. Sign me up. Sign me up too. I love doing these podcasts because we have all sorts of guests. We were talking about extensions today, and you know what? Yeah. They'd be a great Valentine's Day gift, don't oh, you think? Oh, I agree. <laughs> and if you're going on a date for Valentine's Day, I'm sure that they would be great to, like, you know, make you look good for date night, you know, Galentine's, whatever you're doing, we have you covered. If well, this salon has you covered. That's right. If your hair feels good, you can rule the world. Well, should we just take a listen? Let's do it. I am so excited to be chatting with Anne-Marie Kranich. Of course, you've seen her on our show multiple times. We get to spend a little bit more time together on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm excited to do this and definitely excited for some extra time together. It'll I know, because really usually we only get like three and a half minutes and they're like, wrap it up. So yes. it's, it's fun. We get a little bit more. Okay, let's talk about, let's start with hair extensions. They're super popular right now. How can you tell if your hairstylist is the right person to do hair extensions because you need a professional for that. Yeah, definitely. Just because they have their cosmetology license doesn't mean that they know what they're doing. Yeah. So looking into finding out what certifications they have, what types of extension installs do they do, um, you know, pictures are always really helpful to see what does their install look like. So those are key things that I would look at um, during a consultation. And if they're good, they're going to do free consultations for you too. So those are things. There's the tip. If they're good, they'll do a free consult. Yeah. Okay. There's so many ways you can install hair extensions, I imagine. Yes. So how do you know which one is right for you? Or is the professional probably going to give you your options, right? Yeah. If if they're a professional, they definitely will know what's best for your hair. Um, if you're more thin, then, um, you know, staying away from tapes and some of the adhesive ones are definitely not really great for your hair. Um, it tends to pull them out. It doesn't oh. have enough structure there. So um, you need something a little bit more durable. So like a, a braided weft or beaded weft or something like that. Um, and then... Yeah, definitely. There's so many options. Um, There's bonded, there's beaded weft, braided weft, tape-ins. So you can kind of see what's best for you, whether you wear your hair up in a ponytail a lot or whether like how thick or thin your hair is. And you know what? People get them for all sorts of reasons. It used to be just for like length. Yeah. But people get them to make their hair thicker. Yeah. And then color you can add too. Yeah. We do that all the time when somebody doesn't want to risk the integrity of their hair, but they really want to have lighter pieces or they want to do something fun with like a funky blue or some other fun colors. And so you don't have to commit to that with like potentially 
keeping that in your hair or damaging your hair, you can do that with extensions. And so that's really fun. That's so smart. If you maybe just want it temporarily, you can just do it yeah. with extensions of color. Okay. So yeah. smart. Okay. Speaking of quality of your hair, how can you mm-hmm. tell if your hair extensions are quality? Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. Um, for sure, you want to have it 100% human hair, and it needs to be 100% rummy. Wait, um, is there are there some that aren't 100% human hair? Yes. Okay. There are some that are synthetic hair, um, so that's definitely you want to stay away from that. Um, anytime you put heat on it, they're basically going to melt. And oh, so, that's a okay. That's yeah. good to know. Synthetic yeah. <laughs> hair will melt. Yes. Okay. So stay away from that. Um, and there's different levels of quality of extensions, even within um, Remy hair and the human hair. So the way that the hair is manufactured will also make a difference on the quality. So um, if you are with a stylist who really knows what they're doing, they're going to have that understanding of the hair um, and the the hair that they're using, how is that manufactured? So I'm super excited. We actually just launched this week our own hair um, line. So we've what? already had it within our salon, but we now have it available. So if you have a stylist that you love, you don't have to come into Otalis. You can come in, just purchase the hair. But um, the way that ours is processed is it, it is um, over 25 days is um, like a slow lift. And so there's it reduces the damage to the hair. The integrity is a lot better. Slow lift meaning like if you're putting if you're lightening the yes. hair color, so yeah, slowly. So that's healthier for it. Yes, so okay. it's healthier for it. There's less damage to the hair. A lot of extensions do a flash lift within like a two hour period, which basically um, the whole cuticle falls off. The hair lasts like three to six months, and Yikes. so it's just the quality isn't there. Um, so understanding how it's manufactured. Um, there's also like some hair extensions are ethically sourced and some are not. So knowing the manufacturer and how they do that is also really um, important if that matters to you, which it does to me. And so our hair is European and um, it's when these girls are coming of age within their, their religion, they actually grow their hair until um their age point and then they donate it and then that money from selling the hair goes towards their temples and so it's super cool like the way that they do that and then it's also helping their economy and their religion and so we're like super proud about like our manufacturer and like the cool things that they do with it basically what you're saying is you're you're helping other people (laughs) when you're getting extensions not only you're going to feel beautiful with that hair but you're helping other people that's cool congrats on that I hadn't heard that yet we haven't talked about it on the show so congrats that's really cool how do we okay once we get that memory how do we best take care of our hair extensions once we're walking out the door yeah, so there's definitely products that are really important to make sure you go home with. A really quality shampoo and conditioner is going to be important. Um, An oil is definitely necessary. You're not getting those natural oils through the ends of your hair, so you need some help with that. Um, and then not overwashing. So mm. making sure that the extensions, like usually once a week, wash for the extensions. If you need to wash your natural hair, there's ways and tricks to do that without the extensions. And so that will... Um, prolong the life of the hair extensions by doing some of those things. Okay, good to know. Okay, good product people get that good product. How how long do they last once we get them in? Yeah, um, it depends on how great you are at taking care of them at home. Okay. So obviously <laughs> the products like we talked about. Um, and then in addition, um, you know, if you're brushing them regularly, if you're um, putting them up at night, you're making sure you're not like 
going in the ocean or in chlorine water or, um, you know, there's other areas where you can like potentially damage or the longevity of them is going to be reduced because of some actions. And so if you're, um, your stylist should give you a whole rundown of all the things that you should not do to maintain them. Our extensions particularly, we're seeing a year to a year and a half if they're taken care of well. Wow. Um, in general, most extensions are six months to a year if they're taken care of well. So it just depends. Um, every client is a little bit different. Some of them are actually only at six months because <laughs> regardless of how well we educated them, it's just not in their like daily routine, which is okay. Um, you just have to know you're going to invest a little bit more often. Okay. So once we walk out the door, it kind of is in our hands of how we yeah. take care of them, how, how long they're going to last. And you know what? It can be an investment, right? Do you think it's worth it? Um, I mean, I wear them all the time. So obviously, yes, I feel like it's worth it. The confidence that it brings. Um, I have several clients who have really thin hair. Um, they do it more to fill versus length. And it's just so incredible to like see the difference of like when they came in for the very first time and when they leave and the confidence that that gives them and just like their own self-worth is just so much higher and so, you know, if that's something you're battling with, it's just really amazing to, like, have that feeling. And then, you know, if, if you do girl math and break it down. Yes, girl math, <laughs> then obviously it's really not that expensive. You know, you're not washing as often, so you spend less money on shampoo and conditioner. There you go. Um, you know, there's ways to, like, you know, do some girl math there. And then at Otalis, we have um, a program which allows you to like bank monthly and so it really helps like that investment isn't like all up front it's not this huge like 12 to 1500 dollars investment like now you've spaced it over like several months that helps and it helps and then you know there's girl math if you've prepaid for it <laughs> then it's free right <laughs> well and I think your confidence that's kind of priceless if you're yeah. feeling good then you know what do it, it really is do it um, is everyone the right candidate for hair extensions or there certain types of hair that it works better than others? Yeah, there are some people who definitely are not candidates. And so if your hair is really thin, brittle, um, I, I would say stay away from them um, because the potential of causing more damage to your hair it would be there. Whereas normally with normal hair, um, you're actually, it protects the hair from excessive heat. So you can um, grow your hair faster, longer. Um, so there's definitely some people who are not candidates. Um, you have to have at least a minimum of four inches on the top of your head to make sure that you're covering them. Oh, good. So the length you got to think about too. Yeah. So you've got to have at least that much length on the top to make sure that you're covering. Like we want this to look as natural as possible. We don't want you showing all your secrets. So. Right. You want us to look good. Yeah. So making sure that there's, you know, enough to cover and that they're installed properly. But yeah, there are some people who it's just not the right fit. Okay. All right. Um, if we don't have hair extensions, though, what are some basic things that we can do to keep our hair healthy? We need all the tips. Yeah, definitely. The less heat you can put on is always better. So, um, you know, that first day of washing and styling, um, using products that are going to help your style last longer so you don't have to put heat on it every single day would be a great way to, like, help keep the integrity um, if you're washing all the time, um, actually the shampoo dries your hair out. 
And we're already in a dry climate in Utah, so it's counterproductive. The longer you can go in between washes, it is actually better for your hair. Okay. So an investment in some dry shampoo, if that's, like, new to you, <laughs> like, you know, train your hair to go an extra day or two will help keep the health a little bit better. Okay. And I, I always wonder about heat protectants. So you spray mm-hmm. in, like, before you dry your hair, you put it in right before you curl it or use yeah. your flat iron. Do you think those are necessary? Do you yes. think those help? Okay. Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't put a single bit of heat on my hair without heat protectant. Okay. There's actually some really cool videos on like Instagram and TikTok where they like will spray a heat protectant onto like a piece of paper or even toast. They'll spray a heat protectant or put heat protectant on some toast, put it in the toaster, and you can see like it doesn't actually brown the toast. So wow. it's really cool if you have, you know, this is obviously good quality um, heat protectants will do this. So they're pretty much mandatory. To I feel use like. it. Yeah. Okay. And can you spray it on dry? Like if we've washed, say we wash our hair on a Monday mm-hmm. and by Thursday we're needing to like, or Wednesday or whenever you're needing to like touch up some curls, yep. could we spray it on dry before we curl it? Yeah. Just make sure that the product has absorbed in so that there's no like steam coming off of it from product still being wet. But oh, yeah, it's okay. a good idea. Okay. Do it. Okay. Do you think, I mean, you said heat is kind of the worst thing. It's like curling iron, flat iron, blow dryer, yes. or one of those like worse than the other? Um, no, but the biggest thing is just making sure that you have heat settings that are proper so that you don't have it turned up too high. Um, usually for like, um, average medium dense hair, you don't want to be over like 300 degrees on your curling iron, flat iron, um, blow dryer. Mine is at 400. I think I need to go switch that like right (laughs) now. Okay. I would probably drop that a little bit. Okay. So that will help too. Um, cause it'll still curl, it'll still stay. But you're not like risking over damage. 300 degrees on that curling iron. Okay, yeah. that's easy to put it down to. Um, what sets your salon apart from other salons in Utah, would you say? Yeah, I we offer an experience for each of our guests. We're definitely um, more of a luxury salon, but we make it welcoming and uh, inviting for everybody. So I think sometimes like those luxury salons feel a little intimidating to go into. Um, our team, you know, we like to showcase their style, their personality. So they're not all in uniforms. It feels a little more inviting and welcoming because of that. A little more casual. Yeah. But we still have like all of the best of everything. So the experience is the best and the products are the best. We have, um, full reclining shampoo chairs with air massage, which, you know, I've talked about this when we've been on before, but it's literally heaven. It's my favorite thing. I've so. never seen that before. You like that's got to be like your salon is unique to that. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah, as far as I know, we're the only ones in Utah that have that offering, and so it's pretty amazing. Not only are you getting like your scalp massage, oh. but then you're like relaxing with the air massage. It's pretty great. I think that's my favorite. I mean, it's great to get your hair done, and walk out the door feeling so good. But like one of my favorite parts is that shampoo yes. bowl experience when yes. you get, and then you have like the extra bonus of your chairs yes ah that's so you have people falling asleep oh yeah all the time (laughs) all the time I've had even I have this cute client who has some health stuff so we actually if it's a slower day while she's processing we just put her in the chair and she takes a little nap and gets her massage and it's pretty amazing oh that's that's really cool I love that um I love the name Otalis Tell me what it means yeah it means fearless in Icelandic so my heritage is Icelandic Um, At the time, I was a single mom when I opened my salon, and so I kind of needed to be fearless. So the meaning just, like, really resonated with me, and and so it just felt right. And it's been really fun. Over the years, we've had people who have, like, battled cancer or, like, had really hard things, 
And they've really connected to the name and the meaning behind it. And so, you know, it was obviously special for me when I started, but it's been so incredible to like see that inspire other people over the years. We can always use that mindset, right? Going to life a little more fearless. Um, What inspired you to start this business? Yeah, I've always loved hair. I mean, I... My poor Barbie dolls were, like, cut to turn into Ken dolls by the time they were done. Um, I have three younger sisters who got locked in the bathroom and had to have their hair done regularly. So I've always loved it. It's been a passion of mine forever, as long as I can remember. Um, But so that's kind of, you know... I just knew this was what I wanted to do. I just love it. Um, I love helping people feel beautiful. I love that service. That's definitely something that resonates with me. Um, I Anything I can do for that. So, you know, getting to have a career that, like, fills that is really incredible. Um, I didn't actually want to own a salon when I first started doing hair. It kind of, like, fell into that. Um, so obviously now that I'm here, I love it, but yeah, that wasn't always on my radar. That was my next question is that, you know, you've loved doing hair, but did you want to be a business owner and are you loving it now? Yeah, I love it now. My favorite thing, and this is kind of like what led me into it is I love educating. I love helping other stylists see their potential. There's so many times in this industry that it's like, oh, I'm just doing hair to like be a mom at home or you know, this isn't a real career. And so many times in the beginning, I just had people, they're like, oh, well, what are you going to do for your career one day? Like, what are you going to do for a real job? And I'm like, this is my real job. Mm -hmm. This is my career. And so I really like wanted to change that perspective of the industry of like, no, this is a career. This is something that you can really make a living at. And it's not just a hobby. And so that's like where it kind of led me into like salon ownership and going in that direction. You're like, no, I actually am going to turn this into a business. Yes. And I'm going to kill it. Yes. Yeah, well, you are for sure. What What would you say that you love most about working on people's hair? Yeah, I think, you know, the ability to give them that self-esteem or that boost, you know, they come in and um, I had one yesterday who she's like, I really missed you. I need you. And she just kind of looked a little down. And then by the time she was done, she just was like, sassy and fun and like definitely you could just tell like in the her mannerism that she just felt good and that's my favorite part is being able to like give them that transformation and that confidence like within a few hours and just being able to connect with people you're kind of people's therapist in a way yes (laughs) whether you want to be or not (laughs) it's true I you know I joke that maybe that should be part of the education for hairstylists is a little um like therapist training because it really is a thing. Well, and you become like really close with people. You become yeah. like people's friends. Like you said, your, yeah. your client yesterday probably was just like, I need to talk. I just need to have somebody to listen. And yes, so and that's my, definitely my favorite thing. Making people happy. Um, I was asked this earlier and I forgot how often should we get our hair cut? Cause you hear like, okay, even if you're just trimming the dead ends, even if you just need to do it every like six months, like what, how often do we need to be cutting our hair? Yeah. It, that will vary based on like, what's your daily routine? How much heat are you putting on it? Are you not putting on it? So ideally eight weeks is like that, like sweet spot of keeping it really healthy, making sure that the damage isn't increasing. And so even if you're trying to grow it, that will just help keep everything healthy as it grows. 
Um, if you're not putting heat on it and you're doing a little bit less with it, you do a, a little bit more natural, I think six months is probably a good point. Okay. So that just same thing, keeping those ends really cleaned up so they don't continue to break and cause like more damage. Sure. Just depending on your hair quality. And so mm-hmm. anywhere from like eight weeks to about six months. Yeah. Okay. Is there, do you have any advice for somebody who is going into the salon the first time? They have this idea in their head of what they want. Do you like when people bring in pictures? What's like, what's the best way to go about that? What's your advice? Pictures are phenomenal because that really um, gives everybody a viewpoint on the same page. Like if you come in and you tell me you want to have your hair with caramel highlights, we tend to find that even amongst stylists, like everyone's version of what caramel is. There's so many different colors of caramel. Yes. So having a picture that really breaks down what you love and even if it's multiple pictures of like, oh, I like a little bit of this picture, a little bit of this one um, is definitely super helpful to make sure that you get what you want. So bring pictures. Yes. I always am wondering about that because if it's like annoying to someone like this is kind of what I want showing pictures, but you guys like that. So then everyone's on the same page. Yes. Because there's so many shades. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else, any tips you want to give anyone that we didn't cover? Anything else you want to? Um, I think just, you know, when you're choosing a salon, just making sure you do your research and understand, you know, like, what what are their reviews like? What are other people's experience with them? Um, obviously, you know, I would love for everyone to come visit us, but <laughs> I know that that's not always in the cards. So just making sure that you, like, do your research so that you do have a good experience and it is a good fit for the type of salon you want to visit. That makes sense. And budget-wise, too. Like, you know, not everyone can afford certain budgets. And so making sure that you understand what that is going into it. So there's no major surprises. That's a great, great tip. Just so you're not going in going, oh, I had no idea. So make sure that's all out front. So you know ahead of time. Okay. If we are going to book with you though, and we want to come to your salon, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. um, Visiting our website is definitely the best. And we have online booking there. It also um, shows you our team members, a little bit about them, so you can connect. We have um, a questionnaire that's called Meet Your Stylist, and so you can actually take a little question, which will match you with three of our stylists that are going to be the best fit for you. That's so smart. Yes. So then it definitely takes out that like unknown, scary, like this matches you based on personality, it matches you based on technical skills within budget. So um, that feature that we have on our website is so helpful to use. Um, and it's just otalis.com. And so you can go on and book services on there. Um, our phone numbers for each of our three locations are on there. So that's definitely the best way. That makes it so easy. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. Well, I've had so much fun with you. We learned a lot about yeah, hair. It's so fun. People take care of your hair. I got to go change my curling iron settings in just a <laughs> minute. That's, that's so good. Okay. We like to do the fresh five with everyone. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. First one. If you had to eat one food every day for a year, what would it be? Oh, it's something I'm not supposed to eat. (laughs) Of course, because it has to be. Of course. Um, Literally just bread. Bread. Carbs. We like the carbs. Yes, carbs and anything that's like sweet bread. Like I could literally live off of that and I'm actually not supposed to have gluten. So it's. But it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Okay. I love that. Um, What hobby have you always wanted to try if you had some free time? Oh, is there a hobby that you're like, you know what, that would be fun. I would love to try that. Um, yeah, I don't have free time, so that one's a tricky one. Have um, you tried pickleball? 
No, I did it for the first time the other fun. day and it's fun. Yeah. Actually, that would be a great one I would put on my list. Um, yeah, I usually love hiking. So I would love to do like something outside, like a European hike would actually be so amazing. Great. So that's, yeah. that's perfect. Um, which is scarier to you, clowns, snakes, or spiders? Oh, spiders, for sure. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yes, I'm on that on that same wavelength. Um, what's your go-to coffee order? Um, if, I don't drink a lot of coffee. If, you, if you're watching the video, I drink Monsters and She's like got her energy, energy drinks. Monster, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. So um, that's my go-to coffee. Well, and from you saying you like to hike, this kind of goes into the last question. Do you prefer to relax on vacation? Or are you like, I need to go sightsee, I need to see these things? Or are you kind of a combo of both? Um, mostly sightsee. I get really antsy, like, when I have downtime. So... Um, I like to go. My husband and I travel a ton, and it's usually, like, somewhere with tons of history, tons of activities. Um, if we ever do a beach vacation, I'm, like, three days, and I'm ready to move on. She's a little so, bored. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're, you're used to going, going, I mean, being a business owner, so yeah. I could see that. Okay, this has been so much fun. Will you tell people one more time where we can book appointments at your salon? Yes. Go to otalis.com, and that's O-T-T-A-L-A-U-S. Amazing. Thank you for chatting with me and thank you for all the tips. It's really helpful. Thanks for having me. It's been so fun. Great to see you, Anne-Marie. And thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.